0: Have any of you ever received a birth announcement from someone? Gotten one of those, and hopefully you knew who it was instead of looking at this and saying, who is this, and I don't know this kid. Birth announcements are exciting, especially for those who send them. They're exciting for those who know the family and have been anticipating the birth of the child, but aren't able to be there. It's just a fun thing. It's been uh, just awesome through the years as we have moved some to get birth announcements from those from previous congregations and to go, oh, that is so neat to see that. Today, really, for the very first time, I thought about this, that the Christmas story is not just announcing the Savior, but it was basically Mary and Joseph's birth announcement. You ever think about that? The first ones who got it were the shepherds. Not who Mary and Joseph thought would be the first ones to get it. They didn't even know the shepherds. And they got the first announcement. Not the family. you know, Not those nearby. But the shepherds. And tonight I want you to focus on this fact. You've been given the birth announcement. We're going to read it in just a little bit in the scripture. But it says that. For you, a child has been born. Not just any child. But then everybody who sends a birth announcement out thinks that, right? This isn't just any child. This is ours. Or grandparents, this isn't just any child. This is my grandkid, which means they're awesome. But I want you to think through this. You've been sent a pretty special birth announcement. Of Jesus Christ, our King, the Savior, you've been included among the family to receive that announcement. If you can see in the dark or have your Bible on your devices, I would invite you to turn with me to Luke chapter 2. The Christmas story as we know it, the classic Reading of this passage from Luke chapter 2, beginning of verse 1, it says, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. Now this was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all who went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and the lineage of David. Now they went up to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger. Because there was no place for them in the inn. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. At the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus. The name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. We've been looking at a revolution A Christmas revolution, attempting to start one of those, to make a change and a difference in not just our lives, but in our community as well. Now, we looked at this from the Christmas story and the fact that every revolution that has ever happened, this one or military revolutions, has all started because there was hope. True for this one as well. That's why the first candle we lit was the one representing hope, the hope of Christ, the hope of the Savior that has come. And hope, when it is fulfilled, produces peace. We talked about the fact that our world certainly needs peace, not just the absence of bullets and fists flying, but true peace in our world. And when there is hope and when there is peace, joy just erupts. There is always joy. Because joy is not dependent on our circumstances. It's not dependent on our paycheck. It's not dependent on the weather or whether somebody cuts us off in traffic. Though some of us struggle with that. Joy is all about the relationships. Especially with Jesus. And all of that was ignited because of love. But you see all of that the hope, the peace, the joy, and the love was all because of Jesus. That's why the word is above everything else in this picture. Because it's all about Jesus. There can be no revolution without him. And there's no reason for it without him. It is all about Jesus. Many years ago the Lord really worked in me and on me, going back to that familiar scripture we used a couple of weeks ago, John 3.16. And I just began to break that verse down. For God. Just that reminder, I stayed in that phrase for a few weeks in my own personal study. Just to ask myself, is everything in my life for God? For God so loved, for God so loved that he gave, for God so loved that he gave his only son so that we could have life. The love of Christ that should be burning in our hearts if we understand and if we know we have received this birth announcement. The one the shepherds got first, the one that was unexpected, the one that they were afraid of, and rightly so. Come on, they're out in the fields watching sheep, listening to their interesting sounds, dealing with their unique smells. And the reason I know they were dealing with it, the scripture says they were living there (laughs) with the sheep. And then while they're talking about whatever they may have been talking about. And just a side note. Historically we're told that shepherds were fascinated with angels. They studied angels. And they would often talk about it and teach it to the younger shepherds. So I've always pictured that that's what they were describing around the campfire that night. And suddenly an angel showed up. Not just any angel. But an angel full of the glory of God. And it says the whole sky lit up. Because of it. And then the rest of them, once they heard the birth announcement given, couldn't hold back. And they all got in on it. It says a heavenly host. You do realize a heavenly host really means an army of angels. What does an army of angels look like? We always think of like the kids last Sunday morning who were all in white and nice feathery soft angel wings. I don't think that's what that army looked like. <laughs> I think it looked like an army. It just happened to be angels who shared the announcement as well. You see, the announcement said, We have a Savior who is Christ the Lord because it's all about Jesus. We have a Savior. This birth announcement is not just impacting mom and dad, Joseph and Mary, it's impacting all of us. We have a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Now, one of the most intriguing things about a birth announcement for me is to see the name of the baby. Now, some of you are prejudiced. And the first thing you look at is, how big was the baby? I think that's prejudice. I mean, I don't see any of us introducing ourselves saying, hi, I'm Dennis, I'm 6'2", and I weigh none of your business. (laughs) We do that to kids. Oh, that's a big one. Oh, a little one. And every time you read one of those, what's the next thing out of your mouth? Well, our kids were, gotcha. that wasn't part of the announcement. The part that was the most interesting and the most important was he is Christ the Lord, our Savior, the one we've been waiting on. Not just the baby being born, but our Savior come because Jesus equals good news. This is what the angel said. I have Good news of great joy, because every birth announcement produces joy, even if it produces some fear, right? Especially when it's your first, and you thought you knew what you were doing until the baby came, and then you realized, what was God thinking, (laughs) letting us have a kid? We don't know anything, or am I the only one that thought that? He presented to us, the world, a Savior who is Christ the Lord, equaling good news and producing great joy even in the midst of the fear. And you see this Jesus in his good news of great joy. The best part of that announcement, though, is the fact that that announcement was for all the people. You got the announcement. You were introduced to your Savior through that announcement. What an awesome realization that this baby has been born to you. Not just Joseph and Mary. I I love baby dedications. It's just fun. It's fun to see the joy and the fear (laughs) in the eyes of the parents, especially when it's their first. It's fun to watch the mom cringe when I hold the baby up high for everybody to see But one of my favorite parts of baby dedication is when I turn away from the parents to you and say, this child's been born to you as well. Oh, you're probably not going to change too many diapers. (laughs) But you're going to impact and influence this child by how you live. You're going to impact and influence this child by praying for mom and dad as well as this child. You're going to impact and influence this child and Vacation Bible School and in Children's Church and on and on. Because a Savior has been born to us, not for us to care for, but to be impacted by, our lives changed for eternity by. And every child born since then, we have an opportunity to instill in them who Jesus is. Because after all, It's all about Jesus. This whole thing. That first announcement and how we are still living today. What a unique announcement. Mary and Joseph want to inform you of the good news. We have a son. He is Christ the Lord. But you're a part of this. What a unique announcement. Such a simple formula, such a powerful truth. And every week in this series, we've looked at the fact that we're trying to create a revolution. And each week, we looked at hope and at peace and joy and love. And for just a moment tonight, I want you to think through Christ and what we need to do to create a Christmas revolution with Jesus. If we're going to do that, First, we have to have a personal relationship with him. You can't start a revolution if you're not involved. And you can't be involved if you haven't said yes to Jesus. You can do that. Even now. To create a revolution through Christ and with Christ, we need to be living this relationship out every day, everywhere. Not just in here. Not just on special occasions or Sundays. Every day. Everywhere. And if we're going to create that revolution. We need to be sharing Jesus. We need to be showing Jesus. We need to be saying what this announcement really means. Whenever we have the opportunity. And we have the opportunity a lot more than we realize. And last... If we're going to create a revolution. We need to be following Jesus. As close. As we possibly can. Following so close. That we get his dust on us. The tradition. In the time that Jesus came to earth was the rabbis had their followers and their followers came uh, around them. And when they came around them, they tried to crowd up, figuring whoever was closest to the rabbi was most important to the rabbi. Kind of like moms with little kids coming and grabbing and holding on. Whichever one got the tightest grip, they figured I'm more important than the others. Mom loves me more as a brother duo used to say famously. But what they tried to do was get so close and walk so close to the rabbis. Remember, there were just sandals. There were dirt roads and walks. Nothing paved, no concrete. So when they would walk, it kicked up dust. And the most important among them had more of the rabbis' dust on them than the others'. We're going to create a revolution. We need to step in as close as we can to Jesus. So that his life, his words, his will gets all over us. Wherever we go and whoever we're with. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you. For this moment and this opportunity we have to share who you are. To understand this announcement of your birth and the power of it. Lord, I pray for anyone that's here tonight who may not have come in knowing you as their personal savior. I pray that this would be the moment they say yes. And Lord, for some others who... Maybe they've just drifted and realized, man, I got to get closer. That this would be the night that they just say, okay, Lord, here I come. Coming back. And Lord, for those who've been walking with you, following you, as close as they know to do, may you encourage them as they follow you. Lord, in a moment as we get ready to share communion together, remembering your life and your death and your resurrection, that's what this moment, this birth announcement was leading toward so that we could celebrate not just your birth, but the fact that you came, gave your life for us, and rose again so that we can have life eternally. May this night... This sharing of communion have special meaning. In Jesus' name, amen.